Hi everyone, I'm Brune Smith and this is my podcast. Hi everybody, welcome back to the podcast for people who feel things differently. Last year at 39 years old, I made a big discovery in the way I move through the world and I want to share it with you. It all started with a JPEG. For most of my life, I felt different, but I was also brought up to be hyper-adapted and hyper-vigilant, which means I got very good at hiding my true self in order to fit in, but like really, really good. So for example, as a kid, I skipped first grade and then I was always first or second in my class. I genuinely loved school so much, but after being bullied for being a nerd, which I now claim proudly, I toned it down and aimed for average grades so I could make friends. So I made friends, but I still felt different in a way I couldn't really grasp. I often felt overwhelmed in social settings. I felt drained and definitely misunderstood. The only thing I could pinpoint to explain that feeling or those feelings was the fact that I am an introvert. That means that being in contact with a lot of people makes me lose energy and the way I recharge my batteries is mostly in solitude. Beyond that, I believed with all my heart that I was like most people and that any deep discomfort or suffering from my environment was just proof that I wasn't trying hard enough. That I was weak and weird and too sensitive. There's this bit in Hannah Gatsby's stand-up show Nanette that came out in 2019 on Netflix where they say, when someone tells me to stop being so sensitive... I feel like a nose being lectured by a fart, not the problem. In that show, they are more referring to being called sensitive to a subject, but still, that resonated. I came across the term highly sensitive person in my 20s when I lived in Paris. I did recognize myself in that back then, but I quickly shut it down because it all sounded like a weakness. So I forgot about it. I kept living my life, trying and failing to belong or like succeeding, but cringing inside. There's a lot of vocal judgment in France, where I grew up, of people who are even slightly different from the mass. And I was often on the receiving end of that. In spite of my best efforts to blend in, Even in my 20s, while I did love dancing, I also liked deep conversation when everyone was partying. I liked thinking creatively when others didn't seem interested and so on. And then at 32, I moved to Canada, where all of a sudden, I no longer had to explain myself to anyone. It was wonderful. I could just be. And I found my people pretty quickly. Canada is a work in progress. 
But compared to France, it's a super evolved society when it comes to topics such as mental health, caring for one another, social justice, anti-racism, inclusivity, LGBTQIA+, intersectionality, and all of that stuff. They have language for those things, and they have more years of discourse and activism in those topics that makes it so that they're just more advanced. I lived in Canada for five years, and I just assumed that the whole Western world had evolved to that level when it came to those subjects. But then, life brought me back to Europe in 2022. Dun-dun-dun! I didn't move back to France, I find it too confrontational a culture, but I landed not too far in Belgium, in Brussels. And I started to hear judgment and preconceptions that I hadn't heard in a long time. Not necessarily about me, but just casually in conversations. I heard things that shocked me and that felt antiquated when it came to gender roles and mental health stigma and blatant racism. I started feeling uncomfortable again, like I was weird again. Fast forward one year, I was scrolling on Instagram early last summer, a couple months before I left social media, and I came across this image, this JPEG that was a drawing of a purple umbrella against a black backdrop. On the umbrella was written the neurodivergent umbrella. And under the umbrella, under the purple part, was a bunch of words and acronyms. Some of them I knew, some of them I didn't. I want to take a second to give a shout out to Sonny Jane Wise, the creator of that image, and you can find them at livedexperienceeducator.com. I'll put the link in the show notes. So the words and acronyms that I did recognize were ADHD, BPD for borderline personality disorder, PTSD, CPTSD for complex PTSD, OCD, bipolar, autism, sensory processing, dyslexia, dyspraxia, epilepsy, TIC disorders, schizophrenia, Down syndrome, and synesthesia. Among those, the first thing that stood out to me was that a lot of the people I related to the most were under there. For example, several of my closest friends have ADHD, A couple of my friends had recently self-diagnosed as having autism. My sister, who passed away in 2015, had been diagnosed with symptoms of bipolar, borderline personality disorder, and schizophrenia. And then my attention was drawn to PTSD and CPTSD, where I recognized myself. I'd been diagnosed and treated for PTSD two years after my sister's death, and I had self-diagnosed with complex PTSD 
a couple years later. And I wondered, if I am cured of PTSD, and I don't have an official diagnosis for complex PTSD, do I still belong under the umbrella? There was something inside of me that really wanted to because it just made sense to me. And it would explain at last why I had always felt different in the way I functioned and the way my nervous system processed my environment. But I also felt like I had to ask for permission, like, can I get in under there with you guys? That's when I started Googling all the other names and acronyms under the umbrella that I didn't know. One of them was HSP. And when I Googled it, I realized it was highly sensitive person. And this time I looked at it more closely than I had in my 20s. So on Wikipedia, uh, HSP redirects you to sensory processing sensitivity. And it says, quote, sensory processing sensitivity or SPS is a temperamental or personality trait involving an increased sensitivity of the central nervous system and a deeper cognitive processing of physical, social, and emotional stimuli. The trait is characterized by a tendency to pause to check in novel situations, greater sensitivity to subtle stimuli, and the engagement of deeper cognitive processing strategies for employing coping actions, all of which is driven by heightened emotional reactivity, both positive and negative. A human with a particularly high measure of SPS is considered to have hypersensitivity or be a highly sensitive person, or HSP. I took that in. That was totally me. And as I sat with that, I also read the asterisk at the bottom of the JPEG that said, non-exhaustive list. So the neurodivergent umbrella was non-exhaustive. It all started to click because of three things. Number one, yes, I do belong under the neurodivergent umbrella, if only for the fact that I have sensory processing sensitivity, which is why I often feel assailed by my environment, whether it's bright lights or too much noise or vibration in the ground from construction work nearby. And after a few weeks, I decided that just like people with autism wear headphones sometimes to protect themselves from sensory overload, I realized I could do the same. I have since purchased special earplugs that I wear uh, often in the city and in social settings, and that has improved my daily life tremendously. Number two, in the following weeks, I also realized that when it comes to PTSD, my PTSD had actually altered the way my brain worked. And even though I healed thanks to treatment, namely by prolonged exposure therapy, 
and I can now function healthily again, my brain will never go back to its original neural pathways. So I do diverge there too. And then number three, when it comes to my complex PTSD, when I got really honest with myself, I realized I didn't have to seek professional diagnosis because to me, it is a truth that makes total sense and helps me navigate my life better. As a result of embracing my neurodivergence at 39 years old, I now have a better understanding of how I relate to other people. I can better explain what my needs are. And the best part is I stopped exhausting myself trying to gain the approval of neurotypical people. I just function differently. And that is okay. Before I leave you, I want to read you the caption by Sonny Jane Wise under the JPEG of the neurodivergent umbrella. It reads, quote, A few things to remember. One, neurodivergent refers to anyone whose mind or functioning diverges from dominant societal norms, standards, and expectations. Number two, neurodivergent was created by... Kessian Asasumasu, a biracial multiply neurodivergent activist, while neurodiversity was created by Judy Singer, a sociologist. Number three, neurodivergence can be innate or acquired. It doesn't matter how you came to diverge, it just matters that you do diverge. Number four, neurodivergent is a term that exists in opposition to disorder because it's about acknowledging that we aren't disordered, we diverge. Number five, neurodivergent is not a medical or clinical term, it's an identity. So as a result, we do not say neurodivergent condition, neurodivergent diagnosis, or someone with neurodivergence, but instead we say neurodivergence, someone who is neurodivergent, and they are neurodivergent. You can also find that image on Google Images just by typing the neurodivergent umbrella. I forgot to say end quote. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, for those of you who are subscribed to my weekend newsletter where I summarize the episodes of the week, I'll put the image of the neurodivergent umbrella in there this weekend. You can subscribe and see previous newsletters at brunesmith.substack.com or click the link in the show notes. If you choose the paid subscription, you can join us for our monthly gathering, the creative hour. The first one is coming up this month. If you enjoyed this episode, please send it to a friend. Don't forget to subscribe or follow the podcast wherever you're listening. And if you'd like to leave me a comment, I'd love to hear your thoughts. You can do so under this episode at brunesmith.substack.com or click the link in the show notes. Thanks so much for listening. And until next time, let's do things differently. <laughs>